Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to tonight's blog talk radio, The Dash. <laughs> I love her. I want I want her blog talk radio. <laughs> I want to be her. <laughs> uh, so nothing like a British accent. So um, welcome to tonight's show. And we have tonight my co-host, Mr. Peter Mingles, one of my favorite people on earth, and then one of my new favorite people on earth, Mr. Bob Adams. So we are here tonight because we are quickly approaching through tax season, that fateful day of April 15th, where everybody has to get all of their records in to, well, in the United States anyway, um, to into the IRS and tell everybody what you've made and what you shouldn't have to pay taxes on and on and on and on. And so every week we have asked Bob to please come and, and help take some of the stress out of that for us. And, uh, and, and he has a really brilliant program called What Counts. And so if you're looking at the show right now on, on uh, dashradioshow.com, please make sure that you go ahead and click on that link, What Counts, and get on over to the site and check it out. You can also find it in our resources page because uh, he's put many, many years together uh, with a lot of know-how in creating something that can really take a lot of the stress and burden out of tax season for you in his What Counts program. Peter, why don't you talk for a few minutes because my voice is going on. Your voice. Well, you've been having too much fun on auxiliary radio show programs. Thank you very much. (laughs) I have. I was laughing and laughing. They have been playing. For all you people that are listening in, they have been playing with new things relative to our radio show, so they are kind of wiped out. So, oh, I thought it was the tongue tangle from no, trying to do the British accent. No, she's just all no. These guys are having like way too much fun doing this. So, I just want the blooper reel, if you know what I mean. So, for all those people that are listening in, Bob and I met each other a while back, relative to a you know business relative to situations where he had a product that he figured would really help a whole bunch of people. So this is a really stressful time right around, maybe not, actually for all the procrastinators on the phone, you ain't even thinking about taxes right now. So by, by, you know, April, you're starting to think about it. You know, by the 12th, 11th, 13th, or 14th, you're figuring out where that extension form might be. And for the rest of the people that are out there, you know, taxes are sometimes a little bit stressful because of the, I don't know how to do it. Bob, I think if a, the tax code fell on somebody from 10 feet, it would be lethal, right? Like the oh, it bury him in the ground, 20 feet down. 20, 000, yeah. So <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really kind of intimidating, and unless you're kind of familiar with this stuff, it's a daunting task to certainly get started with relative to maybe doing something on your own. Most people don't want to get in trouble, and um, and they don't know how to do it, so they they sometimes get a little bit freaked out. And when we started speaking, Bob, um, when you started sharing with me a little bit about the stuff that you did, and then you said, you know, I developed this whole thing on a spreadsheet, I said, well, send it to me. And when you sent it to me, like, oh, my gosh, 
first of all, this is simple. Anyone that wants to learn how to do this can, and you even made it color-coded. And I love the idea that it's color-coded because it makes it kind of simple and fun to look at. But I looked at this and said, oh, my gosh, for all those people that started their business, maybe their business receipts in a shoebox or something like that, this would be really easy to be able to um, do and then however you want to have your taxes prepared, do them yourself, uh, you know, whether it's through a program, bring them to a tax, uh, con- uh, tax pre- prepared type of person. It would make the job so much easier. Now, I've got to share with you, Bob, I don't think we've spoken about this before, but the very first time where I started doing business on my own, and I just need everybody that might be listening just to kind of tune out their ears, so we don't want any of this recorded. But I had um, a gal um, that told me she knew what she was doing, worked for me for X amount of dollars per hour, and she charged me over $3,000, Bob, $3,000 to put all my stuff together when I first got started with a business. And when she decided that she was going to move, I had to bring all the stuff that she organized into a tax preparer, and he told me, "Where does this, what's this for? I said, I don't know. Where's this for? I don't know. What's this for? I don't know. Did you pay anybody to do this? Yeah, three grand. And he said, did I get my values worth? I said to him, he said, I don't think so. If I would have had your program for 20 bucks, you would have been able to organize my activities, and I would have been able to go in there and say, I know every answer to every question you're going to ask me. So I see, the, I see a $3,000 at least price tag, plus I had to go out there and redo all my own stuff because she had everything all over the place. So for anybody listening in, the stuff that Bob is going to talk about on the what counts process, I am a living testimonial on how it could be very, very, very simple to be able to, such, to use such a simple, to use an easy product that will not get your stress levels up. Because, Bob, let me share with you, I was freaking out when I had to bring this to my tax preparer, and he kept asking me questions like, what's this for? And I would say, I don't know. Well, it's on this line. How, do you know how she did this? I have no clue. And I go do all the things all over myself. So I have firsthand experience about how easy it is to use your program. Well, thank you. You know, it's it's been an interesting process. Um, I've, I've written and assisted in writing various accounting programs for probably the last 10-plus years. And some have been quite detailed. Some have been an, an old, archaic system that we tried to modify and make it usable to everybody, only to find it being wiped out by operating systems, you know, as they advanced. And it just, it was not satisfactory. It did not give me what I wanted. And when you start playing with accounting programs, whether it's, and there's a whole bunch of them that are out there that are popular and well integrated into every system there is, they still require you to understand basic accounting, okay, credits, debits, um, how to decide between accrual or cash basis, um, all kinds of different things that are in there. And what I found is that about 90% of the people who have a small home-based business, they don't need it. They don't need to be buying hundreds of dollars worth of software to do the accounting work for them, thinking it's just going to be wonderful because they don't interface with something when they find out that the interface doesn't work. Now, a lot of accountants use tax preparation software that is specifically worked to be able to import program information. And about 50% of the time, they don't work. 
and the recalibration of trying to get it to fit and mesh is a nightmare. And so I, I've just decided that to heck with all of that, we need something that is easy. Now, a lot of people know what a column sheet is. That's where you've got a big page and you've got lines that go up and down and lines that go across and you just have the spaces where you write in the date and you write in what it was and you write in you know, how much it costs and where you got it at. And then you determine by, by a heading across the top what kind of a expense category this is. For example, like in advertising or in materials or in supplies or in copying or in whatever. I mean, there's a whole variety of types of spaces to put in and divide up your allowable expenses. And using spreadsheets, um, much to Don's you know, not, not liking spreadsheets, but using a spreadsheet, which is very similar to a column sheet, is just digital. And it's able to automatically deduce things and conclude them and add them, summarize them, subtract them. Um, it just makes things so much easier. So the first thing I did is I created one oh, several years ago to be able to share that, okay, here's your month of January, put your stuff in, and here's February, and da-da-da-da-da, for the whole year, and it would give me a summary. And I thought that was pretty handy and pretty neat. But I also found that there's so many other easy tax strategies that could be implemented into the same thing at the same time. And so I, I thought about it and, and started working with multiple worksheets and said, okay, well, if I can get people to realize that when they go to the store, they're going to record the date, where they went, what they bought, what category it fits into, how much it cost. Well, why not have it so that they just click a button and go automatically over and put mileage in? and then click a button and go back to where they were at. That way it's a seamless process of everything they do. And it would be the same thing with business use of the home. So I developed a sheet inside for business use of the home where when you pay for your utilities, your insurance, all that kind of stuff, you would go in there, you would mark it, and if you went out to the utility place and paid your bill, click over to mileage, drop it in, and click out. And just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I thought, okay, so if I picked up the best strategies, the best strategies, the ones that seem to really make the biggest difference in people's lives, business use of the home is a good one. It's not the biggest, but it's a good one. Hiring the kids, one of the best. Because most people don't realize that you can hire your children from age 17, 7 to 24 and include them in your business and pay them X number of dollars for doing a particular job. Now, you cannot put them on salary, but you can pay them per job so much per hour. And all you have to do is record it. And so I created a little system where you can do that and keep a record of it. At the end of the year, you take those totals. What the IRS requires and requests us to do is we're going to treat it just like a payroll because it is a wage that was given to these children. But because they are your dependents, whether it's grandchildren or children or blood relatives of some kind that fits in there as a dependent, then you do not have to do withholdings for them. There's no Social Security matching, no increase of 2%. You know, there's no changes in there. There is a form you submit to the IRS that says, okay, and you only do it at the end of the year, my total expenses that I had for my kids – and here's the Social Security number, was X number of dollars. 
Then you issue a W-2, and you're done. Now, what is really awesome about this, you can pay the kids up to $5,800 before they start becoming taxable. Now, what does that mean to you? That's $5,800 you can take off of your taxes, off of your income, take it off. Your children receive it, and if they were required to file because they, they were past, you know, they earned too much beyond the filing status, they would have to include that. But if they don't, they don't have to file a tax return. And since there's no withholdings as far as federal state withholding is concerned, and they don't qualify for any credits per se, there's no reason to file the tax return. So let's take a look at it. If you have yep, your children... Bob, we're, we're coming up to about a, a minute almost before yep, we I got have, on the have clock there. spin this stuff. Okay, good. Yep. If you are doing that with your children and they're being paid for doing a job and they're learning accountability with it and they have the money to be able to live an accountable life and you're able to write it off, holy mackerel, holy mackerel, my goodness, you have a, a huge legitimate write-off that is just a, a monster. It's not the biggest, but it is good. It is really, really good. Okay, I know we're coming up to an ad here in a second. I'm going to go ahead and take a, a, a pause. We'll pick this up in a moment after we get through, and uh, we'll step into the next section of this. Perfect. Axel, go spin away. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Okay, Bob, we're back. You know, we're talking about the the children and the tax exemptions or the, the the ways you'll be able to do certain things. You know, let's state the obvious as well. When I was growing up, you know, lived in a blue-collar area of New York when I was growing up, and my parents were just – they were just workers. My dad worked to work at a, a lumber mill. My, my mom did some stuff either in offices or in telemarketing, and they really didn't have – any deductions because as a married couple and a w-2 earner what do you got like three or four maybe three three so what are they for the for the w-2 earners on the line you're going to hear something that's going to knock your socks off but go ahead basically there's three deductions okay for the wage earners children mortgage interest and education and that's pretty much it now there is credits for ret- for retirement, you know, uh, accounts. There's a couple other credits for those types of things, but the majority of the people who are wage earners 
find themselves limited to just those three. And the other one would be medical expenses, but you've got to be sick to be able to take them. Well, and the other part is your medical expenses, for the most part, if you don't have a business, goes on Schedule A. Uh-huh. Okay? And now with the change, instead of being a 7.5%, what we call a haircut, it's now a 10% haircut. Now, what that means is that you have to have over 7.5% of your AGI before it even begins to count. What is uh, AGI? AGI it stands for adjusted gross income. Thank you. And then you have to have that in conjunction with other things in order to exceed the standard deduction. So, for example, if you have mortgage interest and if you have uh, real estate taxes, and those add up along with charitable contributions, and all together, if you're married and exceed $11,900, then you are in great shape. You'll move forward. But for the most part, for the most part, your medical expenses mean nothing. Got it. Nothing. So you have, to be, you have to be sick to be able to take advantage of them, but who, and who wants that? And if so you're if, sick, how can you work? Right. So if you're so. If, if you're a regular person who's a W-2 earner, and the reason, you know, a lot of people don't even know what that term means, but if you're an employee and you're working for an employer and he tells you where to go to work and all that sort of stuff and you have your taxes taken out with the check, you're a W-2 earner. So you only have like three, maybe just a few other perks in there as well. But, Bob, when somebody decides that they want to become a home-based business person or somebody like that, maybe an affiliate or distributor for a company, regardless of maybe how much it costs you to join, what's the number, if you can give us a, any kind of a number, of legitimate deductions that someone can possibly take? You know, it's interesting. You can go to the Schedule C, which is how you denote your, your income and your expense categories and report it to the IRS. And you can say, okay, there's 29 different blocks that are here. But you get down to the bottom and you'll see that there's this great big space for other. There are basically, for most small businesses, about 150, 160 basic deductions that you can take. Now, that's a far cry from three. Yeah. Okay. And then when you start implementing other tax strategies that would include business entities, um, trusts, um, other you know types of things that are out there, my goodness, it opens up a big, huge amount of volume of opportunity to be able to take a look at seriously how you want to reduce your taxes and how you're going to take care of yourself for the future. Now, before you jump over to that side, and it's really fascinating when I talk to people and they get all excited about business entities and that's what they want to do, and they go down and they set one up in Nevada, and here I go, I'm all set, and the fact of the matter is that there's a time for everything. There's a time for everything. And jumping out ahead of yourself without knowing what you're doing will cost you money instead of save you money. It'll cost you. And so, so when you hear – go ahead. No, so just taking advantage of those 150 or 160 is fine for most of the people that are maybe taking the baby steps. And as you Absolutely. grow something maybe really big then, or maybe Absolutely. significantly. Absolutely. Then the cost might be associated with going those extra those extra things. So let me see if I right. get this right. It's almost like you're walking up, you're, you're walking in a line, and then there's like a little bit of a traffic cop, and the traffic cop is going to be asking you a question. Uh, W-2 earners over here, uh, 1099ers over here, business people over here, and that's really as simple as it gets. It's kind of like, well, if you join a home-based business. Or if you're an affiliate for a network marketing company, a distributor for a network marketing company, you go where everybody else goes when they own a traditional business. 
the same as the McDonald's franchise, the same as the guy who might own a bank, the same as the guy who might be, you know, rich and famous. It's kind of you get a chance to take advantage of all the things that they have. Well, not all, but a lot of the things that they have to be able to take advantage of. And we would all say, why wouldn't you want to? Well, if you take a look at the 40, you know, there's approximately, you know, 80 million people who are wage earners in this country. And there's about 14 million who are business owners. And you take a look at the tax differences between the two, and it just knocks your socks off. I mean, it's such a huge variance between the room that you have to play when you're a business owner versus a simple wage earner. Now, some people will say a wage earner is what I want to be. And if that's what your life looks like and that's what you want, and you're happy and content in doing what you're doing, then God bless you, go forward, and the government thanks you. But if you're an individual who finds that you want more from life, now I'm not going to go clear down that life thing, but if you just want more, okay, and you want to be able to express something, whether it's it's attaching yourself and enrolling yourself into an existing MLM market system or you want to create something out of your house and sell it or whatever, but you want to be able to do something on your own, then heaven's sakes, take a serious look at what the advantages are in being a home-based business owner. So would, There's a, a massive amount. Go ahead. I know we're, I'm going to ask you for broad stroke generalization here. Would it be true okay. that most people that aren't taking advantage of it that could or that would want to? You know, there's a lot of really sharp entrepreneurial type business people out there that may not say they want to become, you know, like a Domino's Pizza franchise owner, but they would like to do something. Is it safe to say that they are overpaying on their taxes by not taking advantage of what they could? Yeah. Because oh, it, it, It's just interesting because about 70%, okay, it runs between varying different different years for tax returns. But right now, about 70% of the people in America are overpaying their taxes. 70%. 70%. We're not talking 50%. We're not talking 35 And I don't care how many wonderful questions they can pop up on a, a, an automated tax preparation program. You can get online or, you know, purchase and stick it in your computer and do it. It's not going to get everything. It's just not going to do it. So and, let me, uh, let me kind ahead. of stick on this, because I really want to stick on this, because a lot of people that probably could just don't. So if you happen to be a gal, I'm going to, I'm, all the hate mail is going to be coming in. You ready? So if you happen to be a guy or a gal and you, you have a favorite lipstick that you like or maybe a certain, uh, maybe a certain makeup that you like that could be sold um, through a network marketing or a party plan or whatever channel, and, and you buy it from your Avon gal or you buy it from your Mary Kay gal or something along that line, if you became a distributor and you kind of shared it with people and you did a little bit of extra work inside your back office and you hired your kids maybe to do a little bit of flyers, I mean, how much of a difference could that be? You get your makeup at a discounted price. You buy your jewelry at a discounted price. You have maybe some laundry detergent or whatever at a discounted price. Most of us sell products every day whether we like it or not or conscious of it or not because of the word-of-mouth advertising we're doing. Lots of people like you. You lose weight. You try a little bit of the stuff that helped you lose weight. We're all kind of like little mini entrepreneurs if you're walking around in a social environment. If you're not taking advantage of it, how much is the average person really costing themselves? Well, and it's it's fascinating because if you were to take a serious look at just these three simple principles that I'm showing in the a program right there, it'll save you between five to ten thousand dollars a year in taxes. Five to ten thousand. 
five to ten thousand dollars a year. Okay, now that comes out to about nine hundred and fifty dollars a month. You know, that's that's essentially take home pay. Okay. Have, have, that, have you ever have you ever heard me say you're nuts if you're a W two earner? And no, that's the first time I've ever the, heard that. First time you ever heard me say that, huh? <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So I will go back just for a moment on this because I'm sorry. people don't I just realize get these guys into it. You know. I hear you. I hear you. And this is this is one of the joys of my job because I get to show people. Now, one of the things that I have decided to also add into this program is there's several things that you can print out. And one of the items you can print out is called a free three-year review. And essentially what that is, that's an authorization for you to send me your last three years tax returns to take a look at them, to call you, ask questions, and see if there's a possibility that there might be some hidden refunds or overpaid taxes that we can amend and get the money back. Now, the fun part for me is it's almost like being Santa Claus. I've done it for so long that I can I can practically smell a tax return when I walk into a room, but I can tell just by simply looking, and I can see you know how many kids do we have and what are we doing for income. And if we have this type of a business, what what expenses are you taking and what are you not taking and why are you not planning for this? You know, and then I'll come up with a whole series of questions, and lo and behold, the majority will say, well, yeah, I was doing that. Well, why didn't you deduct it? Well, I didn't know I could. And they've got the records. So all we simply do is take the records, do a valid amended return, send it in to the two government entities, the state and the Fed, and get a refund. And what's really fun is both of them pay you interest on that money. No penalty, though. No. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll send you a 1099 at the end of the year saying, okay, you got a refund from us, which we really don't care about, but we also had to pay you interest, and you have to report this interest back on your tax returns. Wow. Okay, well, that's fine. I don't mind that. That's what works for me. So you give me $2,000, which is the average amount that we find, $2,000 a year, that's $6,000 or more that can be accomplished by simply amending these returns. Well, I don't know what people wouldn't – who wouldn't want an extra $6,000 to dump back in your business and get things going, especially when it's tax-free. Now, we're going to – we have a commercial break coming up in a little bit, and I want to focus on this. But uh, maybe on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about the, maybe the educational gap of why more people yep. don't do this. Because to, to me, it would be absolutely insane. If, if somebody says, you know, you're going to get another check, I'll use a number you did, like for – 900 bucks. Well, how would you feel when that 900 bucks came in and you got a chance to cash and do whatever you wanted with it again? That's the type of money that a lot of people, maybe even listening on the line or more, are leaving on the table. So back to the kids thing, when you're working with your children and you're explaining these things to them, you're also, I think, setting them up for a lifelong lesson that for people like myself, my parents never had the opportunity to explain any of this stuff because most of the times home-based businesses were not this accessible way back then when I was growing up. So we're going to be coming back to um, this conversation, Bob. So I'd like you to touch base on that. What are some of the fears, either hidden or real fears, that some people have where they might not be taking advantage of these taxes? And then we're going to move on to uh, some other questions about what counts program. So we're going to let Mr. Axel spin some records. Axel, go ahead. 
Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Okay, we're coming back. And for those people that are expecting to hear Dawn, she would love to be talking I'm to here. you right now. I'm I know. here. <laughs> I'm just kind of explaining. I'm not hogging this. You just can't talk. You had way too much fun. <laughs> That's right. They're going to hear later how much fun we had. They did. You guys. You know, let me just share it because I, <clears throat> I do want to go ahead and share some, uh, just a couple of things. Um, as we're formulating the dash and all that we are becoming, you know, um, you know, initially we thought, God, an hour a day, four days a week, you know, we knew we could do that because Peter and I have spent a lot of one hour, uh, one hour time uh, teaching and training and and to, with entrepreneurs worldwide. But you know, the more we thought about it, and the more I've wanted my own radio show for the past, it has to be two decades by now. And um, what's what's the beautiful part of this is that people like Bob and and Rachel Fields and even the team that has been part of my life in, in creating these wonderful entrepreneurial ventures that we do, other stuff besides just this show, um, all these wonderful people that are in our lives, you know, they all have something to say and they all have something to bring to other entrepreneurs, whether you know, Rachel Rachel had a fan. People are sending out that show all over the place because, you know, people don't realize that a musician has a home business to run. And, you know, you can look at home business in a million different ways, but everybody wants to do something. You know, we come into this world having this, you know, a limitlessness in our psyche and we all want to create something special and you know people stuff it they tend to like stuff it and put it away responsibilities training with their moms their dads their grandparents depression-minded people you know they always said you know don't be ridiculous you know put that away that's that's for kids to think about you have a family to raise and so so many people stuff their dreams and they put it away and you know we just have this tendency to ignite those dreams for people again. And so as new opportunities for new segments for the show are coming up, um, we just got featured by Blog Talk Radio. You know, thank you, Alex, for getting out there and, and, and writing them over and over and saying, hey, we're really good, you should feature us. And we've got the guys working on the social, and we've got people working on the commercials and on the best of. And Andy's creating, you know, best of uh, Dash radio shows that we're going to have up on the blog. And we've got Richard Klein writing posts about being in his Hulk Hogan pajamas. And all these people are collaborating on this brilliant project. And, you know, every time somebody walks into our home offices, 
and they listen to my guys, and I call them my guys. You know, Alex is my husband, my son works with us, and his name's John, and then Aaron and Andy are my protégés, and, and, and they're all family. We all live under this roof, and they hear these guys talking about some of the most incredibly interesting stuff. You know, they're looking on the Internet, they're finding out stuff that, you know, little babies' limbs being replaced by 3D printing parts, and, and amazing stuff that's happening out there. And then they laugh, and they have these incredibly great senses of humor. And so between, you know, the incredible stuff that they're talking about and the trending topics they're bringing up and discussing and the laughter that they bring into my life and into our offices and into everyone's life that walks through here every day, I said, I need you guys to do a segment. You know, and and they all like, during the headlights, they, they looked at me like I was crazy. But we did one today, and we had every technological problem that could possibly happen. But you know, it, it, it the magic the magic was there, and so I'm I'm sitting there so excited. I am so excited about Rachel, who's going to go ahead and do a Sunday Gospel Hour, and we talked about bringing some of our friends who are pastors on, and and actually having some you know dash church up in the house on Sundays, and. And, and finding musicians for Friday nights and maybe some Saturdays and you know and and all of the incredible people who are gathering for this project, Pete and, and Bob. I mean, you've been watching since day one. I am so excited. I am like so grateful, like a kid on Christmas, and and just really really blessed right now to watch it all happening. And you know, we're all working super hard and we're we're putting it together piece at a time and learning as we grow here, but. It's just an honor, you know, and I'm I'm just really excited about it. So right now, see, you know, I, I couldn't shut up again, but um I just I'm really excited about everything that's coming around and I hope I hope everybody else is en- is enjoying it as much as I am. Well, okay. I'm a, I'm a, I want to tell you a little a real quick little story I heard, okay? Okay. If you were to take every millionaire that's in the country and strip them down to nothing, Within 10 years, 97% of them would be millionaires again. Okay? Don, you're one of those. In case you haven't figured it out yet. Okay? There is no end to the enthusiasm, and that's really what it takes to make life worth living. That's what it takes. And so the joy that you're sharing by having those moments with your family and with all the rest of those, and you're involving all of us in an opportunity to share our passions Okay, all it does is add to the whole thing. It's all giving and receiving, and it's mm-hmm. wonderful. There, I thought. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I appreciate you, man. Peter, anything? Passion. Well, no. It's kind of it's kind of interesting because you know we've we've done stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a term a little bit earlier from one of my mentors when they were talking about the company I was working with before. So I, I won't mention the company name, but when people used to leave us. Sometimes in the sales profession when people leave um, because they were fired or demoted or stuff like that, you would think that some of them would come back and they would say, you son of a guns, we, I, 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 you, you fired me or you demoted me, look at me, I'm successful somewhere else. And my mentor said to me, why doesn't that happen? And he said, because they take their heads with them. So like wherever they go, they show up. So if you've done it before then wherever you go, you show up. And you've built huge organizations before. I've done the same thing. Bob has done the same thing over here. So the fun part is when we do it over here in this fishbowl, 
which happens to be on the radio, on mm-hmm. the Internet radio that is, your people that are watching in are actually witnessing it being done all over again. So anybody hanging around with us wouldn't be surprised that the first radio show that we did, we didn't even have commercials, you know? <laughs> and then, then, we had Ac- then we had Alex, and then we replaced Alex with Axel because that yes. was cooler. And... <laughs> And then Bob showed up, you know, so Bob, like the replay of Bob was our second call because you had something else to do. Mm -hmm. And for those people that are just kind of witnessing it, they're saying, you know, they're seeing how this stuff grows, which I hope is inspirational because everybody starts off somewhere. And as they're watching the things relative to this show, they're they're starting to see that stuff happen. All right, so we got to flip this back to Bob. So, Bob, we're working with our kids you know, we're showing them how to be those entrepreneurs. We're, we're explaining to them as we're using them as deductions why they're doing the work for the pay that they're getting. And, you know, instead of just giving the kids the money that they could go to the movies, we're having them do some business functions relative to the business so they're learning that stuff. And then they can go to the movies, and that's kind of like a tax-deductible expense for us indirectly, kind of like, of course. And why don't people do this? Why is there such a gap between the people that know it and the people that don't know it. It's easy. It's easy. Are you ready? Yep. False evidence appearing real. Fear. People have a tendency, we have a natural tendency, to be afraid of what we don't know. And that's just the way we are. It's just the way we are. You know, last time I talked about I was watching that show and they had the 20-second moment of, of, of courage, you know, and um, it was, what, that movie of uh, We Bought a Zoo or something along that line? And, and it's true. It does take stretching from that familiarity space of life that you're in and going over the edge of the box and trying something different. Now, what's interesting is the motivation for wanting to try something different is really what matters. And what's really interesting, too, is it doesn't matter what you do. You don't, it doesn't matter what business you get involved into. If you're serious about wanting to have something more and you're willing to step up and get past that initial fear space that seems to be there because, like I've always said before, IRS and GOD are not the same thing, but we have this tendency to take authoritative figures and make them our masters because we're brought up that way. Being willing to say, I want more. Okay, or I want freedom, or I have great joy. As you listen to, to Dawn talk about the joy she had today, it's not the words, it's the energy. It's the absolute unbundled joy that she has in doing what she's doing with those that she loves and making money along the way. So when we talk about people stepping up and having their own business, I'm going to go back one more time. The motivation for doing it can't be because I'm afraid. It has to be because I want something. Hey, Bob, I I don't know if what I'm going to say next is fitting, but it's fitting for me. So if it's fitting for me, it might be somewhat fitting to some other people. So I'm going to paint a picture in somebody's mind that might be listening in for them to break through some of the fears that they might have in either this or other areas. The first time I heard friendly enemy, so friendly enemies sometimes would hold you back. It was the reason why whenever we used to do a job interview, when I was interviewing a guy, I would have to go visit his home and do an in-house interview with his wife. Or a 
child, and child meaning like somebody that was a child, um, and I would have to do a, an in-home interview with his mom or his dad or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the situation might be. And I, I heard the term friendly enemy. And the first time it was explained to me, it may not be a perfect example, but it kind of fit for me. He says, you know, people in this example are a little bit like, you know, like take a wild animal, like a chimpanzee or something, put him in a cage, cut a hole on the top where he, could, he or she could crawl out, but they crawl out into the unknown. It would be quite natural for every loving remember the the concept friendly enemy every loving other chimpanzee in that cage to say no 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 don't go up we don't know what's out there don't go up we don't go out what we don't know what's out there and it wasn't that they were doing it because they wanted to hold them back they were doing it because they wanted to protect them and a reference to us sometimes reaching out many times i think about the little hole at the top of the cage and sometimes the friendly enemy it could be your tax accountant that says you really don't want to take a home-based business because that will red flag you for audits. Or your wife saying, you don't, you're not ready to do that because you're not a tax preparer. You can't really be doing that sort of stuff. We don't want to get ourselves in trouble. What percentage, I know it's tough to ask you, what percentage of the people that might be listening in might be held back by that fear that there's a, there's a hole in the top of the cage and some of us are running through, we haven't taking advantage of the deductions or the other things that we can do, and then what percentage of those people that are kind of stuck in that hole with those friendly enemies? Oh, well, let's try 70%, shall we? 70%. Okay. You know, there's another analogy I, I've used in the trainings before that, that's similar to that, and that we call it Mexican crabs, and it's it's where you put the pot down to catch crabs, and one goes in, another one goes in, another goes in, and one tries to get out, the others pull them back in. And they hold them in that spot, though they bring the pot up, and they've got themselves quite a, got a whole bunch of them there. But we do that. We have a tendency to do that. And what's interesting is we express our own fears upon somebody else without even realizing it. And we think we're doing a loving act for them in doing that when we impose our fears on them. So let's take a look at the fears of having a business. Now, you know, the uncertainty of money is is not an uncommon element because most people look at that and we look at the economy and say, oh, no, 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 no. Well, let me tell you, it doesn't matter what the economy is. It's the energy that goes into what you're doing. It's really interesting because, for example, like Don. Now, I don't know how many of you know the story of Don, and, and I'm not going to go into the details about that, but what I do know is that she, like many others, has done this 10-year annual valley and hill thing Okay, and it just it just happens, and she picks up and she does it again, and does it again, and does it again, and does it again, and keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps on going. Okay, and the reason why is because she's motivated to do that. She feels that she shares that, and all of us are embraced and, and enrolled into it and go forward. But most people don't have that. A lot of people, as they're growing up, they have this this innate. I said it before, absolute fear of authority. And what does our society teach about authority? Do not get in, not get in trouble with the IRS. <gasps> oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. Okay? But the fact of the matter is the IRS is nothing more than a portion of the government who, quite frankly, is offering you every possible break that there is to help you succeed in becoming a business owner. About Not the other way around. Yep, we're running into a hard break. We're going to finish this up on the other side, but I want you to talk a little bit about that as we get back. So, Axel, if you can start spinning some records, our PM. 
Are you in a rut about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Okay, Bob, back to you. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are listening in, and we want to show them where to be able to go and find your product. So, Don, you might help me with this because you're doing this stuff relative to building it up on the website. Where would they go on our website to be able to buy Bob's product for the unbelievably, ridiculously low price of 20 bucks? Okay, so... Where you're going to go is you're going to go over to the resources section. Alex, you have to you have to definitely you've been moving stuff around on the site, and Peter just totally put me on the spot. So I'm going to make you say this out loud. But I know that we've got a resources page on Bob, and I believe we have been at Bitly, so b i t dot l y forward slash dash taxes. And if that changed at all, Alex, you have to say so. Nope, that's exactly right. If okay. you just go to the dash radio dot com and then click on the plus icon next to the resources, click on Bob's what counts uh, Bob's tax program, and you will find a whole page dedicated to it. And you can click a link to buy this buy the product from there. Perfect. There it is. There it is. The ridiculously low price of twenty bucks one time. User it's multiple crazy. years. Absolutely insane. I'm looking at okay. it right now. I'm looking at it right now. I gotta yell at you, Bob. I'm looking at it right now. This thing is so <laughs> darn simple. I mean, I'm like, well, what is that? Well, there's a little thing that shows me what is that. Like with everyday explanations, this is ridiculously simply priced. Unbelievable. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, let me tell you. This is this is from my perspective, an accountant's dream come true. Okay. It just is so simple to use. And a lot of people, when they hear the word spreadsheets, they, they run down the hallway you know, screaming with their hands in the air or, or whatever. Huh, Don? And uh, only has to realize. Can, can we get I a little used... sound effect? Can we get a little sound effect? Don, can you start running down the hallway screaming frantically? <laughs> I can hear the dogs chasing her. That's right. And, and, and you just have to realize what I did is I took all these spreadsheet stuff and I linked it. And so there's, you just click a button and it goes, and 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 then click a button and it goes, and it's just not, there's nothing to it. And they go back and forth and back and forth to all the different spaces that you need to go to. And so I, it's kind of a program which functions within a spreadsheet system. I mean, it's just, and the cool part is it'll work on a Mac, it'll work on a on PC. Um, there are some programs it works better with. Excel, of course, works extremely well because it's written in Excel. Uh, Kingsoft which is a free downloadable spreadsheet program, which is there. I mean, it's the exact spitting image of the 2003 Excel program. It works really well in that. Um, it doesn't work necessarily so well in Office Org, 
or off, whatever that one is that, that's free open also. Office. But open office. Thank you. Open office. It doesn't work as well. The links don't necessarily work because it doesn't run the macros very good. But it does in the others for the most part. The fun part, too, is that I've put into it a summary. So when you do all of your entry work, you can take a look at January as the first month, for example. You've posted all of your information. And at the top of the page, it shows you your year-to-date and your month-to-date. And then above each column where you've got a well-described item that's your chart of accounts, okay, for example, like office supplies, okay, above that it shows you how much the total was for that month. And then the next space up shows you, as you go to the other months, the total for the year, so that you have an idea of how much did I put into advertising or into supplies or into whatever. You have a running account constantly going on. Now, when you get through with all the full year of entries and you go to the year-end button, it gives you everything that the accountant needs to finish off that tax return. Everything. Your mileage is there. Your hiring the kids is there. Your business use of the home is there. And if you're going to a new accountant, there's even a place for you to put in information for the year end about yourself and your dependents and all that kind of stuff. And when you ship the file to him, he has nearly everything. It's all right there. Now, I want to talk about just a couple more things that's in the program. There are some pages that are printable, and you'll see those at the bottom of the table of contents. There's a travel log. So when you go on a trip somewhere, you take it with you, and you write in your expenses. It, it tells you what the expenses are. Look for them. Put them in there. Bring them home. Put them into the system. There's also a printout for mileage that you just print it out, put it in the car, and you keep track there. Now, I realize there's a lot of apps out there for iPhones and GPSs and all that kind of stuff that are wonderful, absolutely wonderful. But what I was looking for and creating, I'm working with a small home-based business who may not be technically all that enabled with it yet. Okay, Here's a system that's old. It's mechanical, but you print it out, you write it on it, you take it in, you put it in. It's just that easy. And you have a hard record in hand for the IRS. Now, the other thing that's really critically important about this particular program is that it will make your tax returns bulletproof. It will make them bulletproof. Now, the, there's a one-page click that's on there, and that's the educational portion of it. And what I did is I put in 100 deductions. And when you move the cursor over each one of those deductions, a box pops up, and it tells you what that is, some examples. And then it tells you where to put it in the program. So you get an educational going right with that. And then over the far right side, there's links, online links to click on to go to either IRS websites or um, other types of uh, websites that will support you in your education about what's usable and, and in your business you know, for tax-wises. So it's, it's all built in there. It's all in there. And it's, it's I, like I said, when I showed it to several other people, the, the fun part is I showed this guy who's been in MLMs for 30-some-odd years. He's 75, somewhere on that line, and he's retiring. His health is starting to give him problems. He decides he's going to retire. I said, well, here, just take a look at this thing and tell me what you think. I shipped it to him. He opened it up. Click, 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 click. And you'll see on the very front page it says, it's so easy, it's mind-boggling. 
He's the one that said that. Because it was. It's just simple. And so I've tried to put everything I hadn't tried. I have. I have put everything into this that will cover 90% of what you need to have in recording your business income and your business expenses and implement tax strategies that will save you between five to $10,000 a year in taxes. Now, I want to talk about one more item before we jump any further. What constitutes a business? Now, there's a, a great discrepancy in thinking about the difference between a hobby and a business. Now, a hobby is something that you do nonchalantly, and you may make a few crafts here and there and sell them. Or let's say, for example, like you work on somebody's car and they pay you. you know, But it's not something you do consistently, and it's not having an intention to be a business. Well, how the IRS wants to know if you're being serious about your business is, do you do an average or an accumulative total of 45 minutes a day for five days a week in your business? Just 45 minutes. And you can do all of that in one Saturday if you wanted. And do you have a business plan? And do you have an accounting system? Yes, you do. And this is an accounting system that can be acknowledged and accepted by the IRS as a system that works. So what I teach people is that when you use this program, it's very simple. You take your receipt in your hot little hand, you post it into the, into the program, you take the receipt, you put it into a, a folder, and you drop it into the desk, and you leave it alone. And at the end of the year, you have all those different months. You put them all together. You are finished. You put them away and leave them alone for three years. At the end of three years, if you haven't had an audit or any kind of an inquiry, you can throw them away. You can just get rid of them. But that printable record that will come off of this program will suffice and work for an audit. You know, Bob, as I'm looking at the program right now, <clears throat> I, and as you were talking, I was thinking about something, of how simple this is because you just look at the – and you, we call it a spreadsheet, but it doesn't look like a spreadsheet when you're looking at it because it's got nice colors and it's really super easy to read, and it's not intimidating at all. But as I was thinking about you, I was like, well, what would have happened before I was actually taking advantage? If I was just a W-2 earner, and I started writing down my um, – fuel bills and my mileage and my banking fees and my uh, depreciation on a computer or television or whatever, and they started adding this stuff on, if I pushed the calculate button and brought it to an accountant, I'd be appalled on how much money I'm leaving on the table by not having the ability to, to use any of these deductions. So for anybody that's ever, like, wondered, you know, can I play with this on my own? Buy Bob's program for 20 bucks. Go in there and start to fill out some of the forms as if you were spending the money that you're probably right now spending that would be turned into legitimate business uh, activities as you are building effectively a business. And then look at all the money that you leave it on the table. And if it's, it, if it's less than $20 for the whole entire year, then obviously you know there's something wrong. But, Bob, people would be seeing how they could save thousands like you said before, five, maybe even $10,000 a year if they're a W-2 earner. So I'm, I'm pushing this because I'm an evangelist relative to people taking advantage of the tax advantages and taking advantage of the self-development and all the other cool things that people can do by being that entrepreneur and sharing this with other people as well. And for all of you guys and gals that might be in a business and you have your people do this, um, your downline or your affiliates in your business could never quit. 
Bob, how in the world could you ever give this up as far as the tax deductions by quitting a home-based business? It's almost like the best retention tool since the beginning of time. Well, it is, and it's it's one of the last few life rafts that's available in an economy that seems to be sinking. Yes. And and the wisdom and the great joy of it, and, and Don touched on this today again, okay, I know she hit the bottom, and now she's working her way back up, and she's having the joy of building this up again. And, she, and, and just to listen to her, you can feel it. Okay, This is what we do. And if you, you take the opportunity that's sitting right there in front of you right now, okay, right now, if, you, if you're teetering on the fence of saying, do I or don't I want a home-based business, all right? Well, first of all, here's what you have in hand on this blog radio show. You have Don, who has unlimited technology and enthusiasm for everything. Peter, who's got a marketing system that just doesn't miss. And you now have the availability for a tax program that's going to take the biggest fears about having your own business from a tax perspective and throw them out the window. There's one more button on that page that I think we need to talk about. And you're going to find on every page you go to, there's going to be a link that says Tax Prof. And if you click that, it's going to go right back to a picture of yours truly and my phone number and my hours and my email. And if you buy this product, you can call me. I will talk to you. You can send me your tax returns. I'll take a look at them. And if you need assistance getting the program, understanding, oh, it's so simple, it shouldn't be a problem. But if you have a question or a problem, call me. Now, it's true. I'm in the height of the tax season. And if you had any idea of how wacky this year is, you'd know that it's, it's a push. But i got to tell you, I love talking and working with people who are stepping out of their boxes and are willing to get past that moment of shaking because it feels like a death when you're stepping out of an old space and into a new one and take you by the hand and say, here, this is how we do this. Look how easy it is. And enjoy it. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. Okay. Now, I know we have a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else you'd want to share with us about, you know, tax preparation or anything else in the minute or so we might have left before um, we wrap this one up? Okay. We're going to talk just a little more about fear. You, you introduced the beginning about the dreaded, you know, day that's coming around the corner, and no, it's not Valentine's Day. Okay. It, it, it is April 15th. Well, please understand, April 15th, which is still, you know, two months down the road before we're going to get there, because of all the, the the mess that we are in right now in the tax world, don't be afraid to file an extension. And if you don't know how to file an extension, call me. I'll file one for you for free. Well, if you're anticipating a refund, does filing an extension hurt you? It n- doesn't do anything. You really don't need to file an extension. But if you do have a moment where you think you might have to pay, it saves you a penalty by filing the extension. Now, understand, if you do owe money, it doesn't stop the penalty or the interest for not paying it before April 15th. But an extension will give you till October 14th to get all your records put together and get them filed. I'm going to give you one more deadline. April 15th is the standard ending day for being able to amend 2009 tax returns. Uh-huh. So if there's a possibility uh-huh. that 2009 has some errors in it, and has some hidden refunds in it, we need to see those now. So there's okay. a little bit of a sense of urgency of getting some stuff done before the 15th. 
Yes. And so don't be afraid to call. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to say. And if I say, okay, here's the program. You got it. Load it up with this information that I want and then get it to me. Okay. Now, if you filed an extension for 2009 before you filed, you actually have till October 15th to amend that return and make it work. But for most people, they have not. So we have a deadline approaching us. If we're going to amend 2009, we got to have that puppy by April 15th. And that should about wrap it up for us, Perfect. guys. That's it, Axel. I think it's around time, so let her spin. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.